Welcome to the Limitless Health Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Tracy Hill. And I'm Jessica Midkiff, doctors of physical therapy and certified master neuro coaches. We have the unique system that puts an end to the start-stop cycle of your health by blending body and brain science to create sustainable, simple success in your body. Our goal is to help you put an end to the frustration and overwhelm in your health with a brain-based system that will transform your body and overall health one thought at a time. Here we go. Hey guys, welcome back to Limitless Health Podcast. This is Jess and Tracy coming at you. We are talking, um, we started last week a conversation around why you don't like working out and what contributes to this overwhelm that many of us or many of you feel around this working out piece of being healthy. And so last week we talked one piece of evidence that your brain might be showing you um, in this, why don't you like working out piece is it is exercise, working out, moving your body, whatever that looks like. It reminds you of maybe past failures or what used to be in your body. It reminds you of um, what you've tried before and maybe not followed through with in and around this whole aspect of exercise. Maybe you've let yourself go too far. Maybe you've tried so many programs and stopped and haven't been consistent. So exercise, when you, you might be one of those folks that feels overwhelmed when it comes to this piece of trying to get healthy thinking about exercise, oh, I don't like working out. Maybe one of those aspects is because exercise really kind of just shows you a mirror of maybe what hasn't worked for you in the past around that. And so Mm -hmm. today we're going to talk about a second reason why you don't like working out or exercising. And this is, I think, just prevalent all over, uh, we definitely hear this from our women, is just confusion of what to do. Well, your brain totally. tells you you don't like working out. And really the bottom line, what's, what's driving that thought is that you're just really freaking confused on what to do for exercise. Well, there's 8 million options. You go on Google and you type in, how do I lose weight? How do I manage my back pain? How do I build muscle? Whatever. And there's going to be a thousand different opinions of this is the way, this is what you should do. And they might be good things. They might all be helpful things, but A, are they the right thing for you? B, do you even enjoy that activity? Um, And C, you're just like, I don't know which one. I don't know which one to choose. And so... I think, you know, we talk this overwhelm piece all the time and then your brain is just like, ah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I can't do anything. I can't do all of them. So I'm going to do none of them because none of them is at least safer and more simple. I don't have to choose like the decision. I think decision fatigue is so oh, real. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Because we're making, we're making decisions all day long about 8 million other things. And so if I have to decide what to do for my workout, mm, that's overwhelming. Yeah. And if on top of that, you're, you're still, you still have been wavering about like, well, I don't, I don't even like working out. 
but the only reason why I'm looking at working out is because I think I should in order mm -hmm. to get healthier. Then there's more evidence for your brain to go, okay, I don't know. I'm really going to look for a way out on this whole thing. So yes. as we spoke to last week, it, it really does start this exercise, moving your body, working out, how it, dancing around, wiggling and jiggling, like whatever it is <laughs> around moving your body, the, it must come down to the fact that you want to do it for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. And we've said that we know as, you know, science-based clinicians and physical therapists and, and, um, and neuro coaches, yes, we can, we can tell you all day long about the physiologic, biologic, and neurochemical benefits of exercise. And, and we know this is evident in all the options that are out there that tell you how, you know, how to improve this in your health and how to improve that in your health. And it, it shows you like, oh, this this can get you this, that, and the other, but knowing that is one thing, but believing that it's important for you is another. And, and that's the piece that, that Trace and I keep speaking to is this is switching your brain to thinking differently because if you, if you're gonna, you can get tripped up in thinking it, that you should exercise, you have to exercise. That's the only way you can lose weight. Then you really set your brain up to want to resist it at some point because mm -hmm. you haven't connected your brain to really what's deep in your soul of, well, why would I even want to exercise in the first place for me yeah. to feel healthier? Oh, totally. Cause if it doesn't resonate with you, then forget it. I, you know, um, I was thinking while you were talking about, um, you know, I've been a runner and I don't run as much as I used to, but people have asked me, for years, especially when I was running a lot, like, Oh, what do you do? Well, I'm training for a marathon. Oh, well, you're skinny. I should run. I, I should start running, huh? Because, because then I'm going to get results. Well, do you like to run? No, I hate it. Well then no, you shouldn't run. Oh, but, but that's how you lose weight, right? Like mm -hmm. people have this belief, like, do you have this belief of, there's a certain exercise that you have to do to gain muscle, to lose weight, to be thin, because if that's the case, then you're going to be so attached to that and think that's what I have to do to get this result. I hate that thing. Running's not for everyone and running's not going to automatically give you a body like mine, because there's all sorts of different types of bodies that run. Mm -hmm. Um, and our bodies are just unique. You just could run all sorts of marathons. She's still not going to look the way that I look because we're unique. Yeah. Um, but if you hate it, then your brain's going to just resist you every single time. And so on those days that you're tired and overwhelmed and not wanting to exercise, even though you know that exercise would be good for you, but you're like, I got to go do my my workout that I hate, uh-uh, yeah. your brain's telling you, no, no, what you need right now is a cookie and the couch because that is comfortable. Why mm -hmm. would you torment mm -hmm. yourself to do something that you hate, that you're not even fully convinced that you're going to get results doing? It's not going to work. Yeah, not going to work. So if you find that you're stuck in overwhelm around this working out piece. 
your brain's trying to tell you that you really don't even like working out, but somewhere deep inside of you, you're like, well, yeah, but I, I do want to, because I want to better in my body. I want to move better in my body. I want to be able to live life better in my body. Then how can you take some of the confusion away? The excuse that your brain is going to throw up, if it is around this piece of, oh, it's too confusing. I don't know what to do. How can you, how can you navigate that thought? How can you navigate that resistance? I think one of the first things we talk about, and Trace already alluded to it, is that we're all built differently and we all have different interests. So we Mm -hmm. are going to gravitate towards exercise, working out, moving our body with just different approaches. I like being in the gym and doing more traditional strength training. Um, and, and I do integrate other, other aspects of exercise too, but I'm not a runner and Tracy still honors the fact that she loves to run and she runs, but she also cross trains and does other kinds of strength training. So the unique body piece is absolutely imperative that you pause and think about, well, what, how is your body? What stage of life is your body? And what do you even like, what does your body want to do? What do you want to do in your body as far as exercise? Mm -hmm. And looking at not just your body, but also what is the, you know, what are the time restraints in my life in this Mm -hmm. season of life? What's the capacity that I can legitimately give to this certain piece of movement? Because if you have in your head that you have to work out for an hour, but you very well know you cannot squeeze an hour into your day, it's, you're going to get this resistance. And so if you realistically look at your life and say, you know what, realistically, I can give 20 minutes and I like to do a little bit of cardio and a little bit of strengthening. Okay. Then that's what it looks like. Or for you, it could be, I'm so swamped and drowning throughout my day. I got nothing. Okay. Then we get to create a path for you to find little ways to move your body, integrating and weaving out through the day where maybe it's not carving yourself out a block of time to work out, but it's okay. The, the dinner's cooking, something's, you know, on the stove, it just needs a simmer. Maybe I can do some push-ups on the countertop do some heel raises, do some squats. Okay. I'm brushing my teeth. Cause I do that every day. Um, I can stand on one leg and work on my balance and control and feeling my feet. You know, it doesn't have to be a carved out thing. And I think that's super important for those of you who are feeling like I'm completely overwhelmed throughout my day. There's no possible way that I can, I can carve any extra allotted time towards a thing to work out. We want you to hear that there's success in little movements and understanding what's your goal with that movement. Yeah. We have a a client right now who has realized this exact thing that Tracy talked about. Um, She is a planner and an organizer and, and likes to have things on the schedule, right? This is important for our brains, like to have a plan and and to kind of be able to see it. Uh, It prepares us um, and sets our brain up for just more focus, more productivity, and just, you know, more success and following through. But what she is 
also found in this honoring her body with exercise. One, again, let's circle back around. She's decided that she wanted to add exercise more consistently for her reasons. It was important to her. Okay. So if you're someone who is not at that place, then, you know, we're not telling you, you have to exercise. This must come from within you. But this mm-hmm. client, um, her, her work demands changed. And so she was getting to the gym, you know, starting a different routine. And she wanted to create that, that time on her calendar for gym time. And I was finding some success in, in doing that. But then her work demands changed. And she discovered that, dang it, getting to the gym was not going to be as feasible as the previous weeks. And so because she has been listening to this podcast, and of course, we've been working with her, she was able to adapt and shift her thinking about how she needed or wanted to exercise and was able to do smaller, you know, break up her day and go, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to fit in a 15 minute walk here. And then I'm going to do maybe 10, 10 minutes of mobility here. And she found so much success and gained confidence in the fact that she was still honoring um, her body with exercise because she had decided it was an important thing for her health. Um, And she didn't have to fall trapped to the confusion of, well, what should she do? If she's not going to the gym, what should she do? She was able to break it down into smaller steps and find things that she liked to do. She likes to walk. She likes to run. Um, She feels better when she does mobility. And so I thought that was a really cool illustration of understanding, we talked about unique body, but unique life schedules. We're all going to have different demands, different roles. And so there are going to be times where the, our unique schedules shift on us. And does that have to be an excuse uh, for us to stop exercising? Um, this is something that we talk to. It, we, I mean, in our coaching, it comes up so often. Uh, about mm-hmm. this whole ability to, oh man, now this curveball came or this change happened, or now it's this and continuing on honoring what's at the core of you that, Hey, I, I want to be a healthier person. I want to be able to move better. I want to be able to feel better. I want to be able to live better. And so I'm going to stay consistent and just switching up how you think about it. So, yeah. Yeah. And just thinking about the people that we've treated over the years in the clinic of, uh, I used to be so active and then it just stopped. And now, now look what's happened to my body and now I'm hurting and now all these complications and asking that question of why did it stop? And usually, you know, what we get when, when we ask people these questions is it's usually, well, life got busy and I had kids and my work demands changed and whatever it is, like we all have those shifts and those seasons and it could be just today is a rodeo and you have to adapt your workout schedule, or it could be several weeks or months, or maybe you're sitting here now two years after a global pandemic and you haven't gotten your groove back because after your gym got shut down, you didn't know what to do and you were so overwhelmed with life. And now it, the, the thought of exercising feels so daunting to get back in that groove because your, your life has, a, has, you know, shifted 8,000 directions in the past two years. And so the thought of like, what do I even do now? Do I go to the gym? Do I do it at home? How do I do it? Mm-hmm. It's, it's very overwhelming. And so to be able to have the pathway, and I think that's, um, you know, that's what Jess and I do is 
we, we give you that success pathway of, yeah, life is always going to change and throw something at you. And most people talk to us about that struggle with consistency. And so how do we make that so that you stay consistent so that you stay successful? Well, it is just this thing that we're talking about is combating this overwhelm, combating this start, stop, start, stop cycle and finding different ways to adapt, to move, to feel successful in your body. If today throws you off course and you can't get to the gym, you can't fit in your normal workout that it might be a bike ride with the kids and a short walk or whatever. You still lay your head down at night feeling like, okay, I did something and I feel good and my body feels good. Is it exactly what I wanted to do? No, but that's okay. That's that's the hugest thing because it it gives your brain that evidence of you are going to be someone who's successful even when the day does just falls apart and feels so overwhelming. Yeah, and I think we spoke to this last week about um, believing in the compound interest. And so one day's exercise does not determine what the number says on the scale or, you know, what your, what size of pants you wear. And so I think too often we make that, that quick connection with, oh, I, you know, it's this that gives me this. And so what we want to encourage you is that we, you know, this, this health journey is about the journey. It's about being attached to the process and not the end result. And therefore, Mm -hmm. when you can start thinking about, hey, each choice that I make each day, compound interest over time for me feeling a little better in my skin, maybe even starting to look a little better in my skin, being able to move better in my skin, be able to think better inside of my brain. And so I... You, you can recognize that, um, that maybe it's the story. You, why you don't like working out is really a story. Maybe it's, we talked about last week of it. Maybe it shows you a reminder of, of what used to be or how far, how different you are now. We're talking today about the, the confusion of what to do. Well, these are just things that your brain is throwing up as resistance for you and trying to keep you safe and comfortable from leaning into some resistance of thinking differently about your exercise or thinking differently about how you're going to move your body. And so your brain loves to protect you and keep you safe. But we've said this too, that this whole exercise piece is because it starts with you deciding that you want it in the first place and you know exactly why you want it. Tracy Mm -hmm. and I aren't going to tell you, you have to exercise in order to be healthier. We do know that when you do exercise, you will be healthier. It's just science. So being able to switch how your brain is looking at this exercise piece, working out piece and recognizing maybe there's some, there's some stories that pop up um, and this whole confusion piece of what to do for exercise. I don't know what to do. Well, is it important to you in the first place? And then looking, asking yourself, like, what do you like to do? right? What, what do you like to do? What would interest you in, in exercising? So lots of different aspects of looking at this, um, with a different lens. 
Yeah, the, the process versus the outcome, I think, is so crucial to wrap your head around because, you know, for the most of most of us, we're not competing. We're not, you know, bulking for a competition, trying to win some sort of race for the most of us who are here right now. You're saying, I just, I want to feel better. I want to age well. I want to be able to pick things up off the ground and not be afraid that I'm going to blow out my back. I want to keep up with my kids or my grandkids. I want to have energy. I don't want to snap at my family. That's what health means to you. And that is not a destination. That is a process. And then you don't feel like, oh, I didn't sweat today. Uh, I'm not sore from my workout. Oh, it must not have given me any value because you see, no, it doesn't have to be that, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a time and a season. If that's your goal, like, yeah, you have to work out a certain way, but if your goal is just, I want to freaking feel good in my body and move well and have that energy, then you can understand that it doesn't have to always be this grueling, sweating, I'm so sore kind of workout that you can see the value in the walk, in the bike ride with your kids, because it has so much value. And then you can see like, I'm worthy to move my body because I understand how it makes me feel and how, how it's like aligning with really what I want because that's what you want. You want to feel good. You don't want to feel like garbage. I was just telling Jess, I don't like feeling yuck. I hate it. And on those days that I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to adult. I don't want to work out. I want to just, you know, eat whatever I want to eat on those days that I have those feelings. I have to think about that feeling. That's far greater for me. And that is, I hate feeling like garbage. I hate feeling sluggish and tired and headachey and all the things. And so look at yourself of what is it? How do you want to feel not just today, but in a year from now, in five, 10 years from now, and what does it bring? And that is so powerful to combat that overwhelming feeling of what you should do. And you get to transform it into what I want to do, what I choose to do. Right. And you no longer have to be bound uh, by the thought about being feeling confused about what what to do for exercise. One, you've told yourself that exercise is an important piece to your your health journey and you want to add it. And so, again, just taking a look at, well, what interests you? What would you like to do? And then starting small. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to Mm -hmm. be huff and puff and blow the house down. It doesn't have to be 60 minutes. It doesn't have to be seven days a week. So believing, uh, believing in that and being able to shift your thoughts around that really just kind of, again, por- pokes holes in that cloud of overwhelm that looms over us when we're thinking about getting healthier and we're thinking about exercising and our brain's telling us, well, I don't even like to work out. And, um, you know, I, I've tried so many things before and it hasn't worked and look at how far my body has gone. And I don't know if I could ever be the same. And now I don't even know what to do for exercise. These are great, great protective mechanisms. Our brain is trying to, to throw up for us and it's real. It's human. It Um, totally is. Yeah. 
And this is what we do in our coaching program, which our coaching program is open right now for our group coaching. And this is what we walk through. We walk through the uniqueness of your body. We dig deep into what is healthy to you and get you to really resonate and understand what are your values and what does health mean to you today and in 10, 20 years from now. And we're going to walk you through this process of how to recognize and understand when these feelings, these thoughts of overwhelm, of doubt, of fear, frustration come in your way that want to stand in your way of really stepping into how you want to feel each day. Um, and then most importantly, in this process through our coaching, we actually teach you how to erase and replace these thoughts so that you have a roadmap to succeed no matter what else life throws at you, because we're going to coach you through the process. We're going to coach you through the journey, not just getting an outcome and making this goal, check it off and move on and go back to your normal life. Our whole system is wrapped around getting you to stay consistent through this whole process. So right now is your time because our coaching is open. Um, it's a 12 week coaching program and it is a life transformation journey because not only is it going to transform your health, but you are going to see, and this is what our clients tell us as well. I didn't even realize that it was going to impact every aspect of my life mm -hmm. in such a positive way. Um, and we've seen it in our own lives too of health, but all the other things in life. So make sure to reach out to us and we want to make sure that it's a, the right fit for you. And we want to link arms with you and help you through this process of giving you the unique system to your lasting health. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, thanks so much for joining us yep. today. And, um, and don't forget to come back and check us out next week. We've got the third part of this series of why you don't like working out, or at least why your brain wants to tell you that. <laughs> yep. All right. See you next week, guys. All right. We'll see ya. Thank you for joining us today on another episode of Limitless Health. Our hearts are to provide you with realistic, relevant, and simplistic solutions for sustainable success in honoring your body and health. Even when your schedule's packed and life feels crazy, our desire is to shift your belief towards the possibility of your limitless health, whatever that looks like in any season. But what really gets us excited is connecting in real life and learning how we can support your unique health journey. So head on over to our Facebook community, Hardwired for Health, where we will continue the conversation online. And of course, we would be so grateful if you tagged us on social media, wrote a review, or shared this with a friend. Here's to you discovering your limitless health.